Welcome back to Better Than Yesterday. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. This week on the show, we have another very special guest, Haley Mandaruga, also known as Quads Like Haley on Instagram. I do apologize if I sound a little stuffed up during this intro. My allergies have really been acting up this week since all these weather changes going on. But this week on the show, we got into a bunch of different topics. So Haley is a nutrition coach first and foremost. But we started at the beginning. We got into how she got started into fitness. So originally, she just wanted to lose some weight for prom, how that's completely transformed her life going forward. Her family has since opened a gym, CrossFit Q, in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. So check them out if you guys are local to Pennsylvania. We got into the dynamics of running a business as a family, how they're all coaches at the gym, how they might butt heads sometimes during coaches meetings, stuff like that. I think that was really a cool topic we covered. We also got into just coaching in general, how she's been coached a bunch in nutrition. I think it's important when you're trying to find a coach that you're going to somebody who also gets coaching themselves. So if the person that you're looking at paying for coaching services doesn't think they need to learn from anybody else, doesn't think they need to still grow, I, th- I would definitely steer clear of them. So Haley talked about the importance of her getting coached, how she's gone through a couple different coaches, what she's learned from them. We got into her struggles with her health and body over the last couple years. I think that's important that she's really transparent on Instagram. Anybody with any sort of following at all, I think you honestly have a responsibility to be honest with people, to share what you're going through at every given any given time. And she's really done that, which is something that I respect a lot about Haley. I'm glad I found her on the internet. So we connected through Instagram and I decided to bring her on the show. It was a great conversation. So let's kick it over to the interview now. We are rolling. So this week on the podcast, we have Haley Mangaruga. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I was honestly a little uh, intimidated reading your last name. I should probably just refer to you by your Instagram name, Quads Like Haley. <laughs> it was pretty close. So it's actually Mangaruga. Mandaruga. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The, so- the I is kind of silent, so but everyone gotcha. gets it wrong. So um, I just wanted to get started. Basically, your journey in the health and fitness, what got you started, and then kind of just go over basically your whole journey from the start. Sure. So my name is Haley. Uh, he was referring to my Instagram name, Quads Like Haley. A lot of people call me Quads. Um, they used to be a lot bigger than they are now, so like the nickname made sense. But you know, as time goes on. A lot of people have huge quads, so it's really not that big of a deal anymore. But, like, when I first started CrossFit, that was, like, the first thing that started developing in my body with my muscles was, like, my quads were, like, really huge. So everyone started calling me quads. Um, I am currently 26. I always forget if I'm 25 or 26. (laughs) I'm 26. (laughs) I'm from Pennsylvania. And so basically a little bit about my background is – all growing up, I was really unhealthy. I was overweight. I didn't really care about health and fitness. My parents, like we always had like a decent dinner on the table, I would say. Like we always had like a protein, we had a starch, we had a veggie, stuff like that. But it was a lot of like the snacking, just like the processed foods, packaged foods. We really like, we laugh now because we're just like complete other end of the spectrum. But back then, we just like always say we didn't know. It was like we were literally like didn't know this other world was out there of health and fitness. 
Um, so like my dad would do things like bring home giant bags of like candy bars and we would all like fight over which one we wanted for dinner, like after dinner and stuff like that. And just, like, I don't know, like we used, I think I posted one time a picture of my pantry and people were like, oh my gosh, like you used to eat that way. And I'm like, yeah, like it took me years to be where I am at now with my health. Um, and then growing up, so basically just gained a lot of weight, was overweight, didn't really work out at all. I did play softball, but I mean, you're not really that active when you're playing softball. Mm-hmm. You're running like a base or two at a time. So that was the extent of like my athleticism. And then more towards senior year, I think that's at the same time that my sister and my dad started working out a little bit more. I have an older sister, Bree, and she was off at college and she started like kind of just kind of working out at like the gym there and whatnot. My dad started doing like P90X and Sanity and stuff like that in our little garage gym. And I, at first I was just like, so anti-fitness, they would, my parents would watch Biggest Loser and I just refused to watch it. I didn't want to be around anything like that at all. I think because I was so insecure and self-conscious of my body and my weight and that was something I was always teased for. So I wasn't like really into it, but I think the biggest turning point was when I was trying on prom dresses with my mom and I got this dress that had a huge open back, which I've posted pictures of like wearing a few years later now. Um, but the back was really open and I just had like all these back rolls and I remember crying, just like hating the way I looked and my mom really nicely, but she was like, Hey, like if you really want to get this dress, like you can lose a little bit of weight within like the three months until prom was or something like that. And I don't know why it's like something just kind of clicked when she said that. So I'm like, yeah, I can. So I literally just started like slowly eating better just started eating less processed foods. I started eating more fruits and vegetables and just like being mindful of that. I remember starting to work out. I would go into like our garage gym and I started doing, I first started with Zumba, which everyone always laughs at, but I was doing like Zumba DVDs in my (laughs) garage gym. And then I started trying like some P90X and Sandy stuff like that. Eventually I started going to the Y and just doing like, you know, the typical girl cardio and abs, um, like five bicep curls and then leave, you know, stuff like that. So I really wasn't into it that much at that point still, but I was losing weight pretty steadily. I think I lost like the first 30 pounds within that three months because I just had so much to lose. I mean, I'm 5'1", and I think I was like almost 190 pounds. So to put that in perspective right now, I'm like 135, 140 pounds of a lot of more muscle, especially than I was then. Um, But yeah, so I started like just slowly building that lifestyle of like health and fitness And then eventually in 2014, that's when my older sister started doing CrossFit at CrossFit Love in Philly. And she told my dad about it. So then he tried out his work in KOP. And like within the first week, my dad was like, oh, we got to open our own gym. I'm like, what? Like, what even is this thing? I don't even know what CrossFit is. And he's like, oh, we got to open a gym. So I'm like, okay, I guess I should try it if we're going to open a gym. So then then I went to CrossFit Explode in Westchester. And I just fell in love right away. It was like... I think for me, I just had never been a part of something like that or experienced something to that extent to just be able to see like what my body could do, what my body was capable of. And like, I was so in love with it and dedicated to it that I just started seeing the gains like really quickly. I just Mm -hmm. was like, started eating better and I was just so inspired. I was working out for like multiple hours a day with a bunch of the college kids that went there and it just became like a huge part of my life. And I've never looked back since it's been a huge passion of mine. And people still to this day, like, can't believe that I used to be the way that I was in terms of health and fitness because of how 
obsessed and dedicated I am now, but it mm. took years. Like that's from 2012 when I started to now, which is 2020. It's always interesting to see the backgrounds that people have coming into CrossFit because you have literally people who have never touched a barbell in their entire life. They're, they might be 35 years old. You have college athletes, you have football players, you have Marines. It's just, it's such a diverse background, yeah. but I think we've all experienced that where you do, I don't know if it was for you, if it was your first workout, but the first one where you actually get hooked and you're just like, I want to go to the CrossFit Games. Like, I need to eat better. Oh, yeah. I need to do all these things. So what was that like in the beginning? Did you become hooked right away? I, I really can't remember my first workout. I hate that because everyone's always like, oh, I remember my first workout. I was dying. And I was like, I'm never coming back. I don't really remember my first workout. I remember I have videos of, like, me doing, like, my first handstand push-up. And I was with... I think like three ab mats and I laugh now. I'm like, what the heck? Like posted on Facebook. I'm like first handstand push up, which is awesome if that's somebody right now. But like just looking from where I started to where I am now, it just makes mm -hmm. me laugh. Like, you know, all those little things that you've never done before that you're just so proud of. Um, but I think I was definitely like hooked right away within that first month for sure. Like, I don't remember ever saying like, Oh, I don't know if this is for me or anything like that. It was like right away. I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is so fun. I love this. Um, and I definitely had what you said where you, especially in the atmosphere I was at CrossFit Explode, it was, it's very competitive there. Mm -hmm. And I, I was like, oh yeah, like I'm going to regionals. Like I'm like training with like Paige Henry, who's like now like a regionals, Wadapalooza, like games athlete. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be mean. And like, it's like, we strive for that. And I, I love going, like, I would never regret going through that phase, but now I'm past that where I'm like. This is because I love health and fitness and I love doing it, not because I'm trying to be the best CrossFit athlete in the entire world, but I definitely went through that phase. Yeah, I think I think especially being competitive, I'm super competitive. So I wanted to win every workout I was willing to, you know, like the stuff you do in CrossFit to to beat your friends. It's crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. I realized like I did my first open and I was like, wow, I am not even remotely good compared to all these other people so that's a that's a yeah. real ego punch but I know it's almost like depressing <laughs> for a little while you're like wow I'm like this far low on the leaderboard like cool I thought I was pretty decent because I mean for me at my gym me my sisters my fiance my sister's boyfriend stuff like that like we're the fittest generally at the gym all mm -hmm. like well-rounded and we've been doing it the longest um but you know you step into another person's gym or like you're on the leaderboard for the open or you go to Waterpalooza and you just get your butt kicked and you're like wow okay you know but yeah that's what I love about it because you can literally always get better and improve on like everything like there's yeah. never like a point where you're like oh I'm good at everything I'm done you know so you guys when did you open the gym originally we opened in like so December of 2014, okay. right at the end of that year. So it's been a it's been a little while, and I guess that's is was CrossFit as popular as it is now? Was that like kind of the rise of it? Yeah. Um, wait. So actually, we were putting the gym together in December. We actually physically opened the doors in February of 2015. I just wanted to make sure I didn't get that wrong. Okay. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was definitely, 
it was probably gaining in popularity. I mean, it was definitely popular, but it wasn't like now. Like, now there's, like, so many gyms all over the place. Like, anywhere I go, I see somebody wearing CrossFit shoes or stuff like that. Like, I feel like it was kind of in, like, the middle phases during that time. People were wearing, though, and I laugh now, it was, like, such a trend. Everyone wore high knees socks and, um, like, the CrossFit Nanos. Like, we wouldn't even be doing rope climbs. We would just wear, like, high knee socks with booty shorts. It was, like, the style then in 2014. And we all laugh now. We're like, ooh, God, like, don't – that's, like, hideous. Don't wear that. So what do you think's been the coolest thing about having your entire family at the gym? It's awesome. Um, I mean, I have – my parents that opened the gym, I have my older sister, Bree, my younger sister, Jessie, my grandma, my mom, she's 82, and she comes four or five days a week and does the 930 class, and we just, like, totally scale everything for her, but she loves it. She loves the socialization part of it, and she works hard. Like, you know, if they're doing a run, we might have her do a walk, and, you know, if we're doing barbell stuff, like, she'll do, like, the lightest barbell we have, and she just loves doing that, so I think it's it's been great because I've been bonding so much more with her. My other grandma tried it for a little while, but she lives a little bit farther away, so it's harder for her to come all the time. Um, but, I mean, in, like, so at our gym, all of our coaches are family. So I have all my family. I have my fiancé. I have my sister's boyfriend. And then we have my cousin, Brody, who started coaching with us when we opened in 2015. So, like, it's literally always been, like, a family business. So it's really cool because we all bond and connect over that. Obviously, at the same time, though, it's not as, I would say like professional in terms of like our relationships and stuff like that because we're just like hey like let's just have like a coach's meeting at my mom's house over dinner or something just like chill and hang out versus like you know a staff of gym that's like a little bit more you know they don't know each other as well or they're like strangers that they're kind of like choosing as coaches like it's definitely a different environment but I also love that because we get to like share this together and connect so much but we also can butt ahead easily because we all are a little bit stubborn and have a lot of ideas Mm -hmm. um so like we have a coaches meeting I'm always talking or interrupting I'm like wait I gotta say this and we're always just like everybody's just like yelling at each other but like at the same time we love it and get along so it's been fun yeah I think that's awesome that your family has that outlet especially something good something positive and and healthy you know like Families might love going to the movies together. They love going out to eat. And yours is you guys can literally all train together. And literally the youngest person in the family and the oldest can do the exact same thing, which I think is Yeah, that's what I try to get people to understand about CrossFit is that it's so scalable. And I feel like for a while all people were seeing was CrossFit games. And everyone thought that, like, you had to be doing that to do CrossFit. And I still get that to this day where we get new members and they're like, oh, I can't do that or I can't lift all that weight. And it's like, it's okay. My 80-year-old grandma does CrossFit and she literally lifts an empty five-pound barbell. Like, you can do it too, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So I wanted to get into – so you're a nutrition coach. That's, that's like, your main thing, right? Correct, yeah. So what's that experience been like? How did you get started? What made you fall in love with nutrition? Well, obviously, like I said earlier, coming from completely, like, totally lack of nutrition and just so unhealthy, I think it was just my journey inspired others. So when we opened the gym, people were talking to me and seeing, like, where I'd come from. Like, you know, I was probably weighing, like, 150 pounds 
um, but no real muscle when I started CrossFit. So I had lost a lot of body fat, but I really wasn't like strong or muscular or anything like that. And then once I started doing CrossFit and started gaining all this muscle, like it was just kind of like, I kind of did everything in the book. Like I started doing zone. I did paleo. Like I did all these different diets, um, RP strength templates, like all these things. And I think part of like doing that as well as like coming from a background of like not eating the best, mm-hmm. just gave me like a lot of tools and a lot of background. And I was able to connect to people a lot more. So a lot of the members were kind of like, Hey, like, you know, like, can you help me with this or what have you been doing? And I think as a coach too, like I was kind of leading by example and I was kind of like helping members a little bit and like giving them advice here and there and things like that. And at the same time I was in college and I was able to take, I think like two or three electives in my like junior and senior years. So I went to school for elementary education, but I picked like a bunch of fitness related things. I did a strength training course. I did like two or three nutrition courses that were like other people were taking them because of they were like in a dietitian major or something like that. And I just took them as my electives because I was interested in it. And then from there, I just kind of decided, I was like, why didn't I do this at school? Like, it's just so interesting to me. I love doing this. I love always loved helping people. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm such a good coach in terms of nutrition and CrossFit is just I pour myself into each person and like give them all of my attention, all like, you know, I'm, I'm literally typing like the longest emails ever. My fiance is always like, Hey, like, you probably like don't need to type that much, but I'm like, I need to like make sure they get all this information and they understand all of this. Um, but you know, taking those courses and stuff like that just kind of gave me that inspiration. And then the need in our gym, I think that was one of the other things I was noticing is we were having members that were there for a year or two years, some made awesome progress. Some were not changing at all, body composition-wise. And I'm like, I know it's because of their nutrition. Like, they don't care about their nutrition. They're not prioritizing that. They think that because they can do CrossFit, they can eat whatever they want. They can drink beer all the time. They can eat pizza all the time. And they just don't care. So there was this, like, bridge that I wanted to cross in terms of nutrition. So I started looking into, like, how could I help people with their nutrition legally without getting in trouble because I'm not a registered dietitian or anything like that and then that's when I came across I don't know how I found him but Jason Phillips who runs Nutritional Coaching Institute Mm -hmm. and they were offering a nutrition certification where like you just you got like a basically like a textbook kind of like the CrossFit level one and you read through it and then you went I went out to Washington DC where they were having one of the um, certifications and I was there for three days learned a ton, was a bunch of seminars and stuff like that. And then you had to leave and get, you had to do three months of like practice clients and then had to write like an essay on them and show like, do like a study case and basically all these things. And once you did that, then you could pass and get your like nutrition coaching certificate. So I did that. And then I started coaching people and it was just kind of like growing because of the members at the gym and my social media following stuff like that. And at that point I was like, okay, why don't I make this like an actual business? And then that's when I formed my LLC for my business. And then since then, it's just been growing nice and steady. Mm-hmm. That's really cool to hear. And it's just, it it's literally crazy to me, like how much people don't know about nutrition that so, l- literally probably millions of people wake up every day and you know, they're like, oh, I'm tired. Let me have a coffee and I'll get a donut. And then yep. they go to and then they go to work and they're like, oh, I got to eat at the cafeteria. And then on the way home, they stop at McDonald's because they don't have dinner made. 
And it's just like, it blows my mind because that affects your entire life. And they never make the connection of like, oh, I'm so tired and B, I eat like shit. Like, I'm like, how do you not understand that? Like, my fiance just told me a story about this lady who takes pre-workout when she wakes up to work out. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm not a fan of pre-workout, but whatever. Takes it at lunch to give her some energy and then takes it like in the evening at like eight to give her more energy. Pre-workout. Like, maybe if you just ate, like, real whole foods and, like, slept, you wouldn't need that. But, like, it's like people don't even, like, like I said before when I wasn't really into nutrition and health, it's like I didn't, it was like this foggy, like, I didn't even see it. Like, I just didn't even know. So, it's like there's so many people like that that you said that not even that they're doing on purpose. It's like they literally just don't know. Like, there's so many people that need education. Yeah. So what's like your ideal client? Are you looking to work for people who are in CrossFit athletes or are you just trying to work with anyone you can? Um, no. So I love working with CrossFit athletes because, you know, I like two ends of the spectrum in terms of CrossFit athletes. I like the performance athlete, somebody who really wants to fuel their body better for CrossFit. They want to perform better. And that doesn't mean that they need to be a regionals athlete. Like, I've never even worked with somebody of that level. It's more just like the average gym goers that are like, hey, like, I just want to have a little bit of extra juice in this wad tonight. Or I just want to feel better. I don't want to be a sore. I want to recover more. You know, and I love working with women. I'll say that. I mean, I have a few male clients, but I mainly work with women. And that's always super fun to me because 90 to 95% of the women that come to me are under eating, especially my CrossFit girls. And that's the one thing that it just, I've been there. Like I literally was in that same boat. I was training all the time, working out super hard. I was eating super little and I looked great, but I felt terrible. And I have clients like that that are like, Hey, like, you know, I'm not ever getting any PRs in the gym. I'm not improving. Like I don't feel good. I feel really sluggish. I feel really tired, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they slowly start eating more and they feel so much better in their workouts. They're performing better. And then I also have people that are like pretty overweight and the same thing's happening. They're not eating enough and their body, they've been dieting their whole life and their body's just holding on to any body fat because they don't have enough energy coming in daily to feel safe enough to lose weight. So it's like, those are my, probably my favorite in terms of CrossFit is like performance athletes and then just also the, the women that are under eating and get to experience that feeling of eating more finding that balance of like eating enough to fuel your body, but also like seeing those awesome increases in their body composition at the same time. Um, that, that would be my, I would probably say my main go-to in terms of clients. Yeah. I think the under eating is a huge problem. And I think just the female perspective in general that, that you think, Oh, I need to lose weight. So I'll just stop eating. <laughs> Why is that the worst possible thing you can do? I don't know. I just had someone tell me that they, a family friend just said that they didn't eat for three days for this cleanse that their like chiropractor gave them. And I don't know. I just, when I hear things like that, I just really want to like smack them or like cry because there's so many people that are still doing things like this, doing juice cleanses, doing these crazy fad diets or just saying like, Oh, if I eat 800 calories for two weeks, I'll lose weight and then I'll be fine. But it's like, they wonder why they can never sustain it because it's not something that they can do for life. It's not sustainable. It's not a way to live. And that's the biggest thing that I do with my clients that I feel like is 
you know, more people are starting to coach this way, but it's definitely different in what I do is that I'm taking an entire lifestyle approach. So I always say like I'm a nutrition and lifestyle coach because we're working on their sleep. We're working on their hydration, their food, food quality. Like I'm not a macros coach where I say, here's your macros. You can go eat McDonald's with it. Like, no, like my clients know that I expect them to rarely ever eat fast food. I mean, I'm not going to like run that, chase them down if they do, but like they know that I expect good food quality from them because that's mm-hmm. what makes their bodies feel best. You know, we're walk, talking about stress, like m- mindset, meditation, all of these things that make us healthy as a whole and not just like focusing on just the food. And I feel like that's kind of different than a lot of coaches because I'll hear people are like, oh, well, my old coach would just, our check-in would be, uh, did you hit your macros this week? Uh, okay, like, bye, like next week, you know what I mean? See you next <laughs> week. Whereas I'm like literally asking this detailed list of like all these extensive things and we're trying to piece all these puzzles together because health needs to be this well-rounded picture. It can't just be one piece of the puzzle. Like I said, people doing CrossFit that don't make that connection and are still eating really poorly. It's like, well, the, all the other areas too, maybe they eat decent, they work out, but they sleep three hours a night regularly. Like, okay, you're still not going to see the progress you want to see. So that's why I make sure people understand that they need to look at the whole picture. And that's what I do with my clients. And I feel like that's why they have the most success because it's, well-rounded and sustainable. I think that's an an important distinction, how you say your nutrition and lifestyle, because ultimately nutrition is lifestyle. Nutrition encompasses sleep. It encompasses stress, how much you're drinking throughout the day. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes we get caught up where it's you spend the hour in the gym. Why aren't I making the results? Why don't I have a six pack yet? And it's like, whoa, you slept four hours last night you hit two workouts, you work a 10 hour day and people need to just understand to have that, that coach to come back to, to say, look, we need to make changes. Not just, not just you didn't eat any vegetables, but we need to change your sleep. We need to change this. Do you think that ever gets overwhelming that if people have lifestyles that need so many changes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too is like you're asking me like my ideal favorite client but I work with plenty of people that don't do CrossFit plenty of people that don't you know I have people that don't work out at all which is one of the toughest things for me because I feel like fitness and exercise is like a really important piece of the puzzle um so it is you know I have clients where they're so self-conscious because they're like oh I'm like I hate terrible and like you're probably thinking I'm crazy and I'm like no I've seen it all and I've gotten some clients that are like you know, it's nice when I get a client that's relatively, I'll call them an easy client because they generally know what foods they need to be eating and they have a decent food quality and they and they work out regularly and they're pretty consistent and they'll be compliant. They'll hit their macros pretty closely and they're just like generally don't need as much from me. And then I'll get clients where they're just the complete end of the spectrum where, you know, eating out every single day, fast food all the time, like skipping meals, don't work out, like sleep so poorly, like all these things. And I'm just like, whoa, like, okay, what I need, what what I do is I prioritize the first, like first or second top two things that we need to start focusing on. Mm-hmm. And I try to make them as simple as possible because I don't ever want someone to feel really overwhelmed because I could easily say like, oh gosh, like every single one of these, I have them that I call the seven pillars of health. I could say every pillar is like totally, oh, <laughs> 
not where it needs to be and like try to make them do everything at once. But if I just say, hey, let's just focus on eating two meals at home per day or like cooked at home mm-hmm. out of your three meals or even one out of three meals. And let's just focus on going to bed 10 minutes earlier for the next like two weeks or something. Some people that may seem really slow and boring, but that's what I'm talking about, where it's this gradual, steady, sustainable increase in the quality of their life that needs to be consistent. If I just gave you this crazy diet plan and told you to stop eating sugar completely and can't eat any carbs, like you're going to do it for like maybe a day, but like you can't sustain that. So it depends where the client's coming from. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. And we were talking off air. I think it's important that you get coached yourself. So I wanted to just dive into that experience, how you are a nutrition coach, but you're also getting coached by other people. So what's your experience been like with that? I have had multiple different coaches over the years. Um, I would like way back, like Probably four or five years ago, I worked with a coach who, when I think about it now and look back on what we were doing, uh, I would never coach my clients like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It was kind of like, I think it was more like copy and paste to all of her clients at that time. Um, So it wasn't very personalized, which is what I do is really personalized nutrition coaching. And that probably taught me that was my first coach. So I was learning a lot about what macros are, like how to count them and stuff like that. So that was definitely the most beneficial part. Um, I've had other coaches too, where, you know, I usually, what I do is like, I'll work with a coach for a few months. Or maybe I have something really specific I want to work on. Like maybe I, you know, for, I, I have a lot of health issues in terms of like my hormone health, gut health and stuff like that, that I can get into. So at one point I was working with the coach because I was really, that's when I mentioned that I was under eating before she had me reverse dieting with her. And that's when I first experienced that feeling of like eating more food, feeling better and your body composition changing at the same time that it just makes no sense logically. Like you're like, how can I eat more and like lose body fat and feel better and look better? Um, especially as a woman, like we're trained to eat less, less, less. So when I was doing that with my coaches, it was awesome. Um, but then it's like, you know, I, I go through, like I said, I go through phases where I don't have a coach for a little while because I know a lot, but I think it comes down to having an unbiased opinion mm-hmm. of somebody who's structuring your nutrition or your even your macros or something like that. Like, I could easily calculate my own macros, and I've done that. And it's like, okay, I track them for a little bit, and then I just, like, I'm like, eh, like, I don't know, should I be eating this much? Like, should I be eating more fat? Should I be eating more carbs? Like, it's hard to make your own decisions because we're all a little bit, like, critical of ourselves so we might just say like oh if I just cut this down a little bit maybe that'll change this or whatever so I always like having the accountability and the guidance of a coach on and off um but there's also like issues that may require more than coaching so that's where I'm talking about the gut issues that I was going through I was working with a coach and she couldn't really help me in that aspect she kind of would give me some advice but it wasn't what I needed. I needed like a professional. So I started working with a functional med doctor and I did that for a few months, which was helpful at the time. It just didn't fix the SIBO that I have. It's like small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, which Mm -hmm. is basically like too much bacteria in your gut. It's not even necessarily that it's bad bacteria. It's just that it's too much bacteria. And my specific case, my gut basically feeds off of carbohydrates 
they ferment and it produces a lot of gas, a lot of bloating, like constipation and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so literally like if I eat like <laughs> carbs, basically my stomach literally looks like I'm like seven months pregnant. And when I was working with this functional med doctor, we were doing like antimicrobials and I was following a really restrictive diet, like the most restrictive I've ever, ever done in my entire life. And I think it helped at the time, but once I stopped doing that, it didn't fix it. So it was like a temporary, almost like band-aid to the problem. I didn't actually get to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's hard. Like we go through phases. So I almost, I stopped working with that doctor and I just felt kind of like hopeless, honestly. Like I was like, I don't know. Like it's just so hard being a, a nutrition coach, a CrossFit coach and not knowing how to figure out my own body and what my body needs to be healthy. Um, I've also struggled with a really inconsistent menstrual cycle since 2015, which has been frustrating because, again, I'm a nutrition and CrossFit coach, and it's like, I think people look at coaches and are like, oh, like, they have it all together, like, they, you know, they don't need a coach, like, well, why would a nutrition coach need their own coach? That doesn't make any sense, but we all have our own issues, we all have our own battles, we need accountability, we need support, we need an unbiased opinion, we need structure, so I think it's beneficial and nobody is ever too good for a coach. I don't care how healthy healthy you eat, how mm-hmm. you know great you are at any movements in CrossFit or whatever. Like we can all always benefit from some extra accountability, but also like just extra guidance, extra attention. Like even if that's like you know working on your snatch or something. Like okay, I've been coaching CrossFit for years, but I could still I love when I get coached by other people. Like I still benefit mm-hmm. from it. Same thing with nutrition. Like. I can still learn new things, even though I'm teaching people every single day how to eat. So I definitely think it's like something that is so beneficial. I think everybody, I wish everybody could try it at some point because you just learn so much about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's been great too, that you've been honest about both the menstrual cycle and just your health problems in general, because I think a lot of people might see you and you look fit. You're very, you're very strong looking and they don't see the other the other things that are going on. So I think it, it is important that you're open and honest with other people. So I'll definitely put your podcast uh, called The Quads Cast. I will put that in the show notes so people can listen to your journey. Do you have any updates on, on the SIBO, what's been going on? Or are you still working through that now? Um, ever since I stopped working with the functional med doctor, like I said, I was really frustrated for a while. It was just kind of like, like, the diet that I was eating was so restrictive. It was no sugar, no gluten, no dairy, no soy, no grains, no anything. So it was basically, like, vegetables and fats and meats, basically, um, mm-hmm. and eggs, seafood, stuff like that. Like, that was, like, literally it for so long. So then I started, like, adding some things back in. And um, at first I was, like, kind of doing okay. And then now it's, like, kind of, like, all my symptoms are back. So... Every day I'm experiencing a lot of bloating to the point where some days I cry about it because, like I said, I'm a CrossFit coach and I'm wearing, like, certain clothes that I'm wearing will, like, really show it. So, like, I've been wearing a lot more, like, baggier shirts and, like, I don't know the last time I took off my shirt in a workout at the gym because I'm constantly always bloated. So, it's, like, it manifests in other areas and it can be really, like, frustrating mentally Um, But I know one of the biggest things that can help it is diet. So that's why I just actually hired a dietitian I'm working with that's really well known for helping people with any type of gut issues, SIBO, things like that. Mm -hmm. And she kind of told me the 
outline of the plan. I think she's sending me some things today. So I'm definitely going to like share that as I go through it because I think it's like beneficial for people to see what other people are doing. And like one of the biggest things for me is I'm always trying to be transparent and be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. any, like my followers, my podcast and things like that, because like you said before, like it can seem like, you know, she looks healthy and fit. She must like have it all together. And it's like, no, I still have things that I'm working on too. And I think people see that and it's there, it's relatable. And that's why, um, you know, people want to work with me or like, you know, want to listen to my like podcast or follow me on Instagram is because I'm sharing like the real side of things and not just like the sunshine and rainbows all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, still but hopefully it'll get better with this new outlook with this new coach. Yeah, I hope so. And I'll look forward to following you on, on this journey. So hopefully you can post more about that. I was just thinking as you're talking, like you're healthy, you work out, you work out four or five days a week, you coach, you do all these different things. And it's like, fuck, like how unhealthy do you think people actually are out there? It's like those people who go back to the the vending machine for lunch and, and McDonald's for dinner. Like what what does her life look like in 10, 15, 20 years? And I think it's it's important, like, this time, I don't want to talk about the coronavirus, but, like, the the things I see now, like, people are worried about this thing so much, and they're buying all these shitty foods. It's like, you're, you're buying cereal and, and ice cream, and it's like, you're worried about this, this strain of the flu, but in 10 years, you're going to have diabetes, you're going to have uh-huh. all these health issues. Uh-huh. So I think that's, that's like scary. And I guess you probably see that during this time with, with nutrition coaching, the uptick in stress. Yeah. Uh, so my family, we always call it, what do we say? I forget. Like we see it through, like we have like this lens, I guess, where it's like, mm-hmm. we can't unsee things. Like everywhere I go, I look around, I just see really unhealthy people and I've literally said this before and got shamed on Instagram by people because they were like how do you know they're unhealthy just by the way their body looks blah blah blah. like I can tell they're unhealthy because I can see that they're buying like five coffees and energy drinks and donuts and like candy at Wawa and Mm -hmm. they're really overweight like sorry but like it's true it's honest they are unhealthy and like I see that like people like that all the time out in public, they just have no awareness or like what they're ordering. Like they don't even like people don't even know what protein, carbs, and fats are. Yeah. Like, and they have no awareness of all the things they're putting in their body, and it just is insane to me sometimes the extent of like how unhealthy people are, and it just gives me even more like hope I guess that like there's so many people that I can continue to reach but they have to be willing to listen but like Mm -hmm. you said like the coronavirus like everyone's freaking out because all the frozen veggies are gone it's like why did suddenly everybody like start needing frozen veggies like I get frozen veggies for like a backup in case like I need them but Mm -hmm. it's like frozen veggies and like I don't know like the ice cream and like all the processed things that are gonna like last longer that are like the poor quality foods or like the things that are flying off the shelf and I literally told my clients this the other day I said hey I want I shop at this place called Kimberton's Whole Foods I went there and nothing was missing like I could get everything that I needed nothing was gone because everybody's going to like a standard grocery store like you know we have giant here or even like 
Walmart or something like that. Like, that's where, like, there's literally no eggs. Like, no blah, blah, blah. Actually, I went to Giant the other day. I thought this was funny. And there was zero eggs, but the organic pasture-raised, like, six <laughs> eggs. And I'm like, score! I'm like, that's what I buy. Like, but everybody's yeah. getting, like, the cheapest stuff. And it's like, how do you not, like, how do you not understand that you're more susceptible to sickness the unhealthier you are? The more chronic the closer you are to chronic disease the more obese you are like you're more susceptible than i am to getting sick it's like yeah. people don't think twice about that like they're just so scared about washing their hands and it's like think about what the food you're putting in the bo- your body and how that's impacting your uh, health and immune system you know yeah yeah i think we're worried about that that five dollar fix but we're not worried about the hundred dollar solution that we can do long term yeah. Yep. So I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Where can these people go to to work with you? I just actually launched my new website. I'm so excited about it because I've invested a ton in a person to create my website for me. Because my other website was like total garbage. Um, so I just launched it. It's quadsnutrition.com, Q-U-A-D-S, nutrition.com. Or if you follow me on Instagram, quads like Haley, I post tons of free content all the time has a link to my website. Um, you can DM me if you have questions or anything like that and stuff like that. But those are the two best ways to find me, get in contact with me, or find information about my coaching services. Awesome. Well, I had a blast. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. I had Absolutely. fun too. Once again, thanks to Haley for coming on the show. I really appreciated that conversation with her. So head to Instagram now, follow her at quads like Haley, and I will also link her website And just everything in the show notes that she talked about, make sure to follow me on Instagram. It's at Angelo underscore Kelly one, and then also at better than yesterday pod. They're always linked up in the show notes. If you guys could give this a five-star rating on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode, leave a review if you liked it, share it on your Instagram story. That's always a huge help to me. Just anything you guys can do to help grow this podcast would be awesome. I appreciate all of you listening. Make sure to stay safe, stay healthy. Do the stuff that you need to be doing. Wash your hands. uh, Just stay clean. Start eating healthy if you don't already. Make sure you're eating your vegetables. Just doing everything you normally should be doing, and I think we'll all be fine. We're going to get through this time. So I will talk to you guys next week.